it's Friday. It's 12 o'clock. You know what time it is. It's time for that VHS podcast. And I've got the Mamma Mia of marketing herself, Miss Charlotte Carter, on the line. How's it going? You good? Very good. Thank you. Hey, Jimmy. Old Jim Bob's just uh, just joined us. Mr. James Austin's on the... uh, that was uh, that was pretty quick, to be honest. <laughs> we're gonna hopefully we're gonna get more people on the uh, on the stream. Here we go. Adam's in as well. We're we starting to get people already. joining. Yeah, it's awesome. That's good stuff. Hmm. <laughs> what you said to people out the room? No, don't out. come in now. Get out. We're live. Go away. Life at the moment. To be fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's very testing isn't it working from home i think oh mate tell me about it i've, I've got a i've got a, a nine-year-old and an 18 month old so you can imagine what fun and joy that was when we uh we first started oh, going in, into yeah. into lockdown the first time around so so me and Tilly had right. to self-isolate again a couple of weeks ago and it was horrendous <laughs> it was fine for the first few days again and then by like the last two days she was just like a slug you know and just complaining about everything. Get me, like, get me out of this house. Trying to keep energized, like everything's going to be okay. You're going to be back <laughs> all soon. And then I'm just like, as soon as she's asleep, I'm like, get the prosecco away from. <laughs> get that. I can see a pattern with you in prosecco. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's my go-to. It's probably Claire's not very healthy there. habit, to be fair. But hi. No. Once, once in a while, is uh, is always good. Graham's here as well. Hey, good stuff. So um, I think majority of people that have watched the show uh, already kind of know how the format works. So I'm going to fire some questions over to Charlotte. Um, then we're going to go go over to some Q&As in the comments. So if you've got any questions, leave them in the comments down below and um, myself and Charlotte will do our best to answer them. And then we go to the last bit of the show, which is my favourite part of the show, is the quick fire movie quiz round. So without further ado, let's uh, let's get into it. So how did you um how did you kind of first start on uh, on LinkedIn? How did you kind of discover the the platform initially and what what kind of drew you to it? Well, I think that I started out how most people do and that's that you know you get told like oh go on LinkedIn it's really good for getting a job um and and you don't really ever do anything on it so you like make a profile put like your qualifications on there and your work experience and then it just sits there and the news feeds terribly boring and you're not connected with you know anyone particularly interesting no one really really says anything I think it's only when you like switch your mentality and go out and start connecting with um people that you don't know and and really start using it for networking that it becomes a bit more exciting um yeah yeah. I think like when I really really got into LinkedIn was when I was at Gemma Lighting and so that's actually like one of my favorite jobs that I've had was working for for Craig at Gemma Lighting we had a really great opportunity when we joined that company it was me and my friends and we left a job that we both absolutely hated (laughs) <laughs> and, um, oh it was so bad I actually gave my notice and I didn't have a job to go to I was like I'm not doing this anymore I'm never going back yeah never. honestly <laughs> I was like a single mum I had no job to go to and I was just like why have I done that like I, I freaked out a little bit after I did it but it put the pressure on to find something new and then I found Gemma Lighting and they had two vacancies so me and my friends went over to Gemma Lighting and it yeah. was um, really up and coming lighting manufacturer, which might not be that exciting for some people, but I found it really interesting. 
and um craig had said to us go on linkedin um post yeah. every day like gave us a bank of content that we could use and um daniel disney actually came in and spoke to us when when i was working there and i love dan i think he's great he's really really knowledgeable and very like sales focused but also really focuses on how to build a personal brand and um so i really started using it there and it was yeah. um we'd always post like you know there's a lot of manufacturers in my newsfeed anyway that post um really generic um copy so you know look at this um lamp it's ip blah 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 and all the technical information contact me now and um it was when me and one of my colleagues were going to an exhibition in london we just took a selfie on the train and put yeah. it on there and i i had a lot of contacts then i'd been doing a lot of um you know speaking to people on the phone emailing them and had a quite a good client base and i was connected with them all on linkedin and it was when we put that out and said look if you're if you're going to be there get in touch let us know we'd love to see you and it just took off like i think that was the first time that i posted that i got a serious amount of engagement and then from nice. there we almost got a little bit competitive between us as a team not in a not in an arsey way in a good way yeah all um we'd all think of different ideas in the office and bounce different ideas off each other. And then in that year, uh, through using LinkedIn, um, and we, we like properly came up with a strategy as a team and we had over 65% increase in turnover. So it was, yeah, I know, <laughs> I was like, we're amazing. And we won like team of the year awards at the business awards and then it went regional and I'd left the company by then, but Craig was, really good and still invited me along to the awards so i got to go to that Amazing. But yeah it was great but all the other girls are a bit younger than me and don't have kids so i was like in bed by 12 o'clock and they all it's nine o'clock yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah i'm like i've had three glasses of wine i i can't be trusted to be in public anymore i need to go <laughs> brilliant so, so that was That's when good. it really took off for me and then yeah i just kept carried on with it and I, I've always used LinkedIn to to win new business and um I moved on then into electrical wholesale and um all of my roles have been focused on new business and even last year I moved to a town that I did not know anybody um completely blank canvas they said they needed new accounts and um yeah I managed to open 20 new accounts in five months so nice not bad. not bad not too shabby not too shabby um so yeah how did you kind of i mean with the video content how did you kind of get started with that goodness me i don't know what possessed me to be honest with you <laughs> <laughs> i have been talking to one of my friends about it and saying like i really want to do it i can see the benefit in it and I was just really, really nervous to get on video. Um, yeah. So I was out. I remember I was out and about. I'd just done a visit with a customer and um, it was freezing cold. And I did a video saying um, for anyone that's like an internal sales um, rep, yeah. if you're thinking about going external, 
just wait until after the winter because it's flipping freezing <laughs> and like it got so many shares everyone was just like yes to this it's so cold at the moment it's freezing and it just like done really well and then I knew when I was going to start Mansabox Box I, I knew before I obviously before I gave my notice in that I was going to do it um yeah. and I started to really really think about video content and like it sounds really weird but I would just practice in my living room in the evenings on my own like I'd just get my phone and think of things that I thought were funny and look at what other people were doing and yeah. um, just try and practice how like how did I want to do it and I think yeah. a lot of people edit their videos and stuff obviously but I didn't really have any money behind me to start Man's and Box I didn't have a really a budget or anything it was yeah, just yeah. like I'm just going to do this quick my job just again. yeah just dive feet first I love that I love the fact that you just like dive feet first into yeah, it well I had it. a couple of customers lined up don't get me wrong like I wasn't yeah. like oh, I'm, I'm gonna just have no income now I had a couple of customers lined up that um really believed in what I wanted to do and it's already seen what I what I'd been doing I guess so yeah. and then yeah I just thought when I when I started Mad as a Box of Frogs, I need to push myself to get video content out there. It's doing really well. And and I guess like when you get that really positive reaction from people and there's so much support on LinkedIn, it really just encouraged me to keep going. And I've got a really good network of friends that actually I've never met. I just I know, it's, it's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, and yeah. it's so supportive. Like if I'm ever really worried about something or, or I'm like, oh, can I just have a second opinion? They're great. So, yeah. Yeah, for for that it's um I think it's unparalleled in the in the relationships that you build and the the people that you meet is um it's yeah mind blowing I I love I love it for that. Um, <clears throat> I think people uh, are saying stuff and we're missing it. Are we supposed to chat? Well, mate, the comments are literally flying at the moment. It's uh, it's amazing. So I see um, one thing. Uh, his head is pretty shiny. I'm not sure if it's yeah. really. <laughs> Uh, no is... I have children's headphones on yet either. <laughs> yeah, we, well, we weren't gonna we weren't gonna flag that up, but when um, when Charlotte first came into uh, into the um the uh, the 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 lobby, um she didn't have. I was getting some feedback from her because she didn't have a headset on. So I said, "Oh, can you see if you can dig out some headphones?" And she's found some uh, some kids' headphones, but they you'd never know. You'd never know they were kid kids' heads for headphones. Hey, Craig's here, smashing it, Charlotte. Yep. She is. Aww, I love Craig. She's doing, she's... He honestly is. He's been so good to me since I started my business. There's a couple of times when I've been like, I'm so stressed, or I've, I've just, you know, been completely like something awful's happened. And I've been like, Craig's just been such a massive support, really. As I've just messaged him and been like, what do I do? And he will, like, bless him. I've, I've never met him, but we speak, you know, from time to time. And he'll just take yeah. the phone. And and have a chat and like talk it through with me. He's amazing. That's cool, man. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> James has said, "Are they are they Peppa Pig headphones?" Well, I actually said that when <laughs> was like when she went to go and dig them out. I was like, "Make sure you don't get some Peppa Pig uh, branded ones." But <laughs> and they only work in one ear as well. <laughs> <laughs> what? Why do you think you've um, you've grown so quickly on the platform? What is it? Do you, do you think you've done that that's made you grow so quickly? Um. That is a good question because, yeah, it's pretty much really taken off over the last year. Mm -hmm. um, I think potentially it's that I just 
had a revelation last year where I, I just thought, right, I'm, you know, I'm just going to try and be more myself. Yeah. Um, it, authenticity is such a buzzword at the moment. It really does my head in, to be honest with you, because yeah, yeah. I have to say, I'm not 100% myself. I don't, I, I pick and choose, you know, what I'm going to share. Um, but I, I think I just started being really open and honest about what I was doing. And if I had a bad yeah. day, I'd just share it. Um, equally, I think I've tried to help other people quite a lot. And I always will reach out to people if I see someone struggling or they're not having a good day or they have lost their job or something, anything, and they're like reaching out for help. I always try to help or at least connect them with someone that can help them. And I think that I've just built a really strong network of people now that, you know, it's just about building real connections with people, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, at the end of the day, it's, we have to remember that there's, um, you know, there are people at the end of the, the comments and, and the DMs and everything else. So, yeah, just speak to people like you would anyone else, really. But exactly. I, think, I think people, yeah, people overcomplicate it a little bit, I think. And, uh, yeah, that's that's really what LinkedIn's all about. Um, yeah, we, I, I guess with your uh, this is maybe a, a trickier question, but you you obviously do a lot of um content and content scheduling for other clients but do you have um do you have your own kind of content strategy for your business as well or do you just like post off the cuff how, how does it work that is a very good question there and um, so in lockdown definitely i had a content strategy um i had a plan and i knew how i was going to win business because like nearly every person I know, come March, I was just like, I'm not going to swear because we're live, but <laughs> you can if you want. <laughs> every swear word under the sun probably came out of my mouth. I was just like, what is going on? Like, I had worked so hard, like classes. It's it for like, I had so much in the pipeline that had been like confirmed, and I just lost everything overnight, like pretty much overnight, and. It was so depressing, man. I was just like, what have I done? I felt so stupid for leaving my job and starting doing this because I was like, I loved the company I was working for as well. I didn't, it wasn't even like I didn't like it. I loved them. (laughs) I loved the guys I was working with. It was great. So, um, yeah, it was like a bit of a shocker. So I just sort of had like a complete tantrum about the whole thing, cried, drank a bottle of wine, and then I was like, right, pull yourself together, girl. What are you gonna do? What works? You know what works, go and do it. And um, so I did come up with a strategy to really um, try to find a niche, which I've sort of come away from now because I don't so much need a niche, if that makes sense. I think in the beginning, it really, really helped me. Um, and I started creating content specifically for them, getting them involved, doing research that was useful to them, adding value to them and yeah. um, starting conversations with them as well and getting them involved in my actual content. And that really opens up a lot of doors for me. And it also meant that I was in regular communication with decision makers and directors. And yeah. um it was really really helpful but apart from anything else I think you know I I genuinely did actually want to help and I think that that shone through in that 
so it was a bit of a strategy, but at the same time, it was genuine. If you see what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah you've got you've, means... there's, there's a yeah, there's an, an underlying need to uh, to want to help people, and that's ultimately that's you know <clears throat> that's really what sales is. You're just helping someone achieve yeah. their their result, really. So, um, what um why why do you think people don't still understand in terms of linkedin why why there's a need for them to sort of produce and control the content they put out as a as a sales tool on the platform why why do you think people still don't get it oh so i'm actually yeah that's a really good question um i think it's because in a lot of companies sales is really outdated and yep. um, you know i i actually think that linkedin for people that are in sales roles um and for business owners works best when you combine it with traditional sales methods as well so um it's great for generating inbound leads and all of my leads now are inbound i i yep. never have to go looking for business anymore it all comes to me it comes to you <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, it's, you know, I'm very, very lucky in that respect, and I'm really, really fortunate. And I don't, for one minute, take it for granted ever. Like yep. I count my lucky stars every day at the moment. Um, but I think that people don't realise it because they look at things in terms of measuring an ROI or how much activity yep. have you done today, or they think that spending an hour creating or conceptualising a post and creating their content is a waste of time because you don't get an immediate comeback you know if you were to sit yeah. there with a list a list of prospects and phone 30 of them you could maybe potentially get a sale from 10 of those phone calls or at least a follow-up action so it's you get an immediate result which is why yeah. people don't see the benefit and don't put the time into creating content and putting it out there when actually what they're doing in the long run is they're building a pipeline of warm leads that are eventually going to get in touch with them when the time is right for them. And I don't think until people experience it, they realise the magic of just putting your content out there. And actually, yeah. like you said, having a little bit of a strategy, attracting the right people and talking about things that are of interest to them rather than just, you know, putting out what you want to put out yeah yeah don't don't make your content about you make it about them <clears throat> they're the ones that are going to interact with it and ultimately buy it and, and tweak it so that you, you know if your audience gives you feedback and they're not liking a particular type of post then stop doing it make something else i think it, that's it, why company pages fail so much on linkedin is because yeah have you know people at senior level who are controlling the content that goes out from a company page and um all that they want to do is like ram information down people's throats like here's our new product here's our new service we're going to tell you all about how amazing yeah. we are and people are nobody like nobody gives a shit no. <laughs> like, you know actually how about listening to your audience a little bit and finding out yeah. what they're actually you know interested in and what they're bothered about and trying to Try and get involved. Try and communicate with them and be sociable. Don't just ram information down people's necks. Yep. I anyway, run over. Uh, <laughs> 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 I had, had to get that one off your uh, off your chest. What um what who are or who are some sorry not what who are some of your favourite um content creators on the uh, on the platform? Well, I have to say you, Nick, because 
I'm here. You don't. Today. You don't. You don't, <laughs> you don't have to say that. <laughs> no, I do. I really do like your content. Um. So, are we talking official content creators or people on the platform that are putting content? Uh, out? just yeah, just people on the platform that are, that are putting. You know, not. It doesn't have to be anyone that's that's got large amounts of followings or just people. Just people that whose content you regularly engage with and and you like. Yeah. Oh, there's so many people that I absolutely love their content. I actually probably would take up the whole time if I started reeling all of them off. <laughs> but um, a couple of people that really, really stand out to me, um, Craig Brooks to start with. I always, when I, you know, when I, actually I use Craig as a reference point sometimes when I'm speaking to clients and I'm talking about, you know, being yourself and, you know, not, not worrying about who you're going to turn off. And, yeah. and focus on attracting the right people for you. I think Craig's really, really good at that. And he's a great example for that. So, yeah, I love his video content and um, his posts. And I think he always means well as well. Um, yeah. So I really like that about him. Um, there's another lady that I follow who I think is just massively inspirational in every way. And that is um, Alice Rowan Hall. She's incredible. Have you seen her? I don't. I, no, I, the name does ring a bell. Uh, I'm gonna you oh, gonna have some, some links to it. So in lockdown, she launched like three businesses, and yep. um, yeah, she's always putting out a real mixture of content. It's always really uplifting. Um, there's like interior design, um, loads to do with like yummy snacks and stuff. I actually ordered one of her snack boxes the other day, and it was so good. It was supposed cool. to last like two weeks, and I ate it all in one weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, can, I, can, I can relate to that. Like, it's kind of like just eating a normal packet of crisps, right? That's what I told myself anyway. So, yeah, I love her. <laughs> I think Luke's great, Luke Matthews. He is an absolute yep. legend as well. So, yes, Luke, Craig's legend, but so are you. Um, I I really like um, how real Luke is, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always, like, he kind of, like, challenges stuff, but in a really, like, chilled-out, cool way. And I really like that about him. Um, so it always gets your brain ticking along. Um, who else? Um. Jack Gaysford, I think his video content's amazing. Really lovely yep. now. Um, yeah, Gemma Lee Bevan as well, obviously. Yep. I love her lip sync videos Gems. that she does. Yeah, Gem's bonkers. I love her. So much confidence, you know, and I think it's really infectious. Fran is here. Yes, I love Fran's videos too. Um, I love her like chair spins that she does. And I just think that she really, like you cannot, it's almost like, you know, you could pick up the phone and speak to Fran and you almost know her already. Yeah, about, from, from her know, content, yeah. And, and that is the beauty of, of putting content like that out there, that people just get to know you. They already feel like they know you. They already trust you. They're going to come to you at some stage when they have yeah. your services. And I think, yeah, she's amazing at that. Um, who else? I could go on literally forever. Catherine Jones as well. I love her content. She she is a company called Think Wine, and it's okay. I, yeah. I wonder why you like her content. <laughs> yeah, so I did buy some of her prosecco. I have to say, and it was amazing. And it's low calorie, so I was like, yeah. Oh man, yeah, sign me up. Low calorie prosecco. <laughs> I, th uh, I think I saw one of your posts about that actually about yeah. the uh, about the uh, yeah. Low <laughs> 
Oh, I could have I could have two more glasses of this because it's like we posted that and she was like, No, Charlotte could be a think wine model. And I was thinking, please just send me Prosecco. Love it. Yeah, I Friday night. I love a Prosecco. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm the same with uh with a scotch occasionally. I haven't had that much to drink over lockdown, thank goodness. But um but yeah, it's uh it's dangerous stuff if you uh, if you abuse it incorrectly. Um what um what would you give as as one piece of advice for people that are kind of starting out on the on the platform and creating content? One piece. Yeah. Just what one. would be your biggest your biggest well, if there's more than one, I say go for it, but what what would be the the biggest one? So I would say go and find people to look at their profiles and find people that are performing well on the platform and observe what they're doing and what they've done. So look at several different people, not just one person, several different people and look at the type of content that they're putting out there. A lot of people start putting out like one medium as well. So they'll just put Mm. a written text or they'll just put images every day, you know, but actually a lot of people that tend to perform really well on LinkedIn mix it up quite a bit. Um, And and you can actually get quite a good feel of what's doing well at the moment because it's always changing and evolving. Social media moves so fast, you know that, Nick. You know, um, you have to always be um, thinking of the next best thing, I guess. It's a bit, um, bit like surfing a wave, isn't it? You just got to yeah. stay on the wave. <laughs> and I think some people it comes really, really naturally to, and other people have to put in a lot more work, or they really struggle to get the time to do it. So, I would say just do a little bit of research first, and and um, go and see what's working for other people, and see what inspires you and what you enjoy watching, and then yeah. you'll have a good idea of what other people are going to enjoy when you're putting your own content out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's really good advice. I think um, again, people overthink stuff, but we know the sort of stuff that we interact with that makes us laugh, that makes us cry. That that you know, make that kind of content. Um, it's not. It's not. Again, it's not difficult for people. Yeah, I think they overthink it a little bit. <clears throat> Excuse me. If anyone's got any uh, questions for myself um, or um, Charlotte, pop them down in the uh, the comments, and we'll uh, we'll do our best to, to answer them. Oh. There's a lot of banter in the comments at the moment. Just people. I them. they're just talking about cake and pizza and uh and uh, various other things <laughs> oh here we go paul's got a paul has got an actual question so we'll put that okay. one up i've seen um, one from luke so. how much do you look at the analytics element of linkedin do you measure success on the engagement rate or just comment feedback I yeah I do study the analytics I'm not going to lie I'd be absolute rubbish at my job if I didn't You're a numbers um, numbers lady yeah 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 I do um because a lot of my clients look at their reach um but equally you know I think the real tell and the real um success comes when you start networking with people and you actually have conversations with them and yeah. also inbound leads you know um, so yeah, reach is great. It's great if you can get good reach, but actually, you really don't need um, hundreds of thousands of views to reach the right people. So, I would say 
yes, I do look at analytics and I, I think it's good to look at them and good to understand what's working for you and what's not working for you. But I wouldn't lose any sleep over them. Um, I would more focus on, you know, why are you here? What did you want from having a presence on LinkedIn? Were you yeah. here because you wanted to, I don't know, find several suppliers? Did you want to find buyers? Are you trying to, you know, what are you, what are you here for? And, and I think yeah. really you've got to define your objectives before you start looking at, you know, what, what you're going to measure. But what, yeah, 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 well, yeah. What, you, what you want from it. Is it, is it yeah. to build a brand? Is it to generate sales? <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. Work, back, work backwards from that. Do you look at your analytics? I do. I measure my... Um, uh, analytics on shield probably i look at it probably once a week i guess um so yeah i yeah i do keep a close eye on numbers i think it's it's the easiest way of learning what kind of content is working and what isn't with your audience it's mm. just a, you've got a simple metric there that you can see that yeah whether you get the right kind of engagement with it or not linkedin's fantastic actually for looking at who's actually looking at your content because and that's the thing that i always find really intriguing so if i've got a client that operates within a specific industry then we will do certain types of activities on their account for them to drive yeah. their views with their target market so it's a really great yeah. way for me to gem demonstrate to people like okay you've had you know this many buyers um this is the top locations that are viewing your posts and um yeah, I mean, the top companies and if you know i even had one guy i was um doing some linkedin training with him which i, d I tend not to do so much training these days because so busy with managed accounts it's really really difficult to fit it in at the minute yeah. um, but he actually when i showed him how to look at the analytics and look at the posts and the top few companies we went and found some of the senior members of staff within that company and he dropped them a message and he won a new contract doing that and it was no. quite a lot of money as well it's yes it's it's a lot of the time you've got a, you've got a kind of although you're analyzing an analytics you uh, a lot of the leads that i've had is people that have, have regularly liked my content they, they may not comment on it and they may lurk a little bit but you know it's the same people pop up over and over again it's like okay that potentially may be a lead i'll i'll start a conversation with them because they're not they're kind of on the fringes of like, I mean, they're interacting with your content, but they're not quite, you know, it's their sort of lurker pattern behavior. Um, Harrison's got a good question for you. And I think I know the answer to this one. Is it true that <laughs> Charlotte feed on the Robbie Williams track? How do people still remember that? <laughs> no, it was actually um, a really random modeling job that I did for ProZeban which is like the German version of Sky, I think. But yeah, okay. I did. And it was really nice. awkward when I met him as well because we'd been rehearsing on... So firstly, when I got there, we had to wear these dresses where the wardrobe stylist just kept taking them up. And I was like, hey, lady, that's enough <laughs> because I literally can't... Whoa, Nelly. <laughs> I had to stand up all day in these massive heels because if I'd have sat down... I'd have been wearing a t-shirt so um <laughs> firstly I had this horrifically short dress on um yep. secondly we've been rehearsing all day with a Robbie Williams lookalike because he was kept in the green room all secret yeah, yeah. and um so I had to strut out from behind the stage walk up to him look at him seductively and run my hand along his chest and then pull his arm and um yeah when that <laughs> when they were like okay cut he went, he just turned around to me and went, 
well that was awkward <laughs> Oh God! Was that was that the um? <laughs> I I remember the um uh, the music video I did where the uh there were a load of girls around Robbie and they were just pulling bits off of him, like yeah, pulling bits so of his I body off. A bit of the play on that actually. Yeah, it's probably, um, yeah. So yeah, we sort of like I pulled one arm and the other model pulled the other arm and then we had three Robbie Williams there. But I have to say, he is the nicest guy, so down to earth. I remember saying to him as well, like, have you got Fructus Garnier in your hair? Because I can smell it. <laughs> and, and he was like, I do, actually. And he was like, how did you know? And I was like, I can just smell it. And then he came back from the green room later on, and I was like, you've been eating celebrations, haven't you? And he was like, how do you know? And I was like, I can you've got a, you've got a good nose. You should have been a uh, what is it? What are they called? Um, a wine taster. I can't remember the actual name for it. The technical term for it. You, I you basically be, am be. one of those. I just don't. Yeah. Get <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're not. Yeah. You're not a professional. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Luke, Luke has said, "Who is Robbie Williams? He was in a band called Take That, who were pretty famous over <laughs> uh, over here in the uh, in the good old U of K." <clears throat> um. Okay, Rebecca said, "Yeah, she was she was quite obsessed with uh, with Robbie as well." Okay, we're gonna I'm gonna oh gonna adjust my chair slightly just to there we go that's better. I'm gonna switch over to the other angle and then we're gonna go to. You're so snazzy. The... I've got a rubbish background. <laughs> well, video is my job. I need to kind of advertise <laughs> the fact. That... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, um what's your yeah we're going to do the uh, the quick fire movie quiz round now so uh hold on to your hats and we're gonna we're gonna dive I'm, in so oh, I've been uh, here, here we go here we, you don't need questions. to dread it it's the it's the most it's the most fun part of the show this is the this is the bit okay. where you just get to go go crazy let's go, let's go crazy. Fun. <laughs> not fun for me but go for it <laughs> uh what's your favorite film oh god uh what my favourite film of all time? Of all time, everyone's got a favourite film. Um, have you ever seen Larry Flint versus the People? People versus Larry Flint. I used to have a poster yeah, of that yeah. on my wall when I was when I was a young man. I think it was that quite a provocative a... poster. <laughs> well, yeah, it is. I mean, the whole storyline's a little bit, you know, but I just think it's the most beautiful, dysfunctional, romantic story ever and i love how sort of forward thinking he was so i i could go with that one probably okay yes interesting choice it was um who was it it was uh was it woody woody harrelson was he there i think it was woody harrelson that played the the lead in that but yeah, yeah. i'll have to i have to watch it again i haven't seen it in a long time what's your um what's your favorite movie quote oh gosh you've put me on the spot now so Nick, you go with a favourite movie quote. <laughs> oh blimey! Uh, I put it back to you. Yeah. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm going to go to this one that's come off the top of my top of my head. Top of my head. Uh, keep the change, you filthy animal, from uh, Home Alone because it's because it's almost <laughs> Christmas. Day. There we go. <laughs> okay, um, Star Trek or Star Wars? I actually like neither, but if I had to pick one, I. I'd go Star Wars because Matilda loves yeah. it. How I've got a daughter that loves Star Wars. I don't know. I've done everything to keep her she, away from she, it. Oh, don't know. Don't keep her away from it. Has I she started know. watching them? Um, how old is she? She's eight. 
okay she's she's pretty close to my daughter's age i've got my daughter into watching them um, the mandalorian at the moment on disney plus and she freaking loves it because there was an episode last night um where a uh, spoiler alert but um the mandalorian gets saved by uh, a load of other mandalorians and and two of them are women and they, they've got the most badass armor ever so i was like she was like oh check out her, her helmet looks amazing so i was like yes pumped she's like probably converted to star wars now, so. yeah it's taken me a long well. time but <laughs> Oh, that's amazing. Well, I've proactively tried to not expose Tilly to Star Wars or Star Trek because I quite frankly don't want to watch them. But somehow they're on in the background now. I still pay no attention to it. But if she's happy, I'll just let her go that's with it. it. Just, just let her nerd out. Let, let her go. Yeah, let her go full <laughs> nerd. It's probably better that she's watching that than, uh, than yeah, just loads of YouTube rubbish. Um, she is a nerd. I don't know where she gets it from. That's amazing. That's 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 a good yeah. thing. That's, a, that's yeah. an amazing, beautiful, beautiful thing. <laughs> um, what's your uh, what What was the first film you remember seeing as a kid? Do you remember that? Yeah. So actually, you know, it's it's kind of a strange thing. My memory's really, really blurry from when I was a kid, pre seventeen, if I'm honest. But I don't know why. Um, it's terrible. I do, however, remember watching the um. Is it the secret garden where they've got like the fairies, the girls, yeah, yeah, two girls yeah. go into the garden and they they but they actually faked the whole thing. Yeah. Absolutely oh that was different. that that was um yeah. Uh I remember the that was yeah, the Victorian um they yeah, they they took a little, a load of photos, didn't they, and kind of built the fairies and and yeah. I remember I remember the original kind of uh, story behind it. I don't think I've seen the film, but um what's your uh your favorite genre of films if you have one can i say documentaries for films? yeah yeah you can yeah yeah see yeah. i don't watch films i really don't i don't go to cinema when i was younger i, I my mum's a foster carer my parents are so i never had control of the telly ever <laughs> ever a fight over the remote yeah. i imagine when I lived in London, I didn't have a television. Like, I, I've always managed to keep myself busy doing stuff. Um, so, yeah, so I tend to watch documentaries on Netflix and BBC iPlayer. I think I've actually watched nearly all of the documentaries on BBC iPlayer now. That is amazing. That is absolutely yeah. amazing. <laughs> yeah, I've watched nearly every panorama going. I like to keep up to date with current events. Oh, thank you, Luke. <laughs> Thank you so Luke's, much. Luke's off. Yep. See you later, Luke. Um, yeah, she is. You are doing an absolutely amazing job for your your first life. You are ab absolutely yeah, smashing it. You Aww. do. Yeah, amazing. Absolutely amazing. Um, who's your favourite uh, actor or actress if you have one? Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh. Um. Oh, that's really really tough. I really like Anne Hathaway. I really, really like Anne Hathaway. Yeah, Anne Hathaway's and, cool. Um, who else? Gosh, I really so liked good. her. In, uh, have you seen, um, if you haven't seen it, it's, it's worth watching, uh, Love and Other Drugs. No, it's, I haven't seen that. It's got Anne Hathaway in and um, Jake Gyllenhaal, and it's about, he's a he's a, um, a rep for uh, Pfizer, and he's selling, he starts, like it's when Viagra first came out, basically. Um, it's it's a really it's a, a bonkers um, romantic comedy, but it's it's really worth watching. I really really like it. 
Oh, well, Ray Winston as well. He is an amazing actor. You know, yeah, who I mean. yeah, Ray, yeah, Ray, Ray. He tends to play uh, similar kind of roles, but um, I, does, I loved but... I, I loved him in uh, Sexy Beast. It's probably my favourite Ray Winston film. His daughter so. as well was in Made in Dagenham, wasn't she, Jamie? Yes, yeah, I, I think know. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, who is your favourite director? If you have one. Oh gosh, I don't know. You, you, you're the film buff, Nick. You answer that one. <laughs> uh, I probably have to say Spielberg off the top of my head because just just for the sheer volume of the man's output and, and every single film that he's ever made has been pure gold. So, um, <laughs> most hated film of all time. Do you have one? Uh, that would, I can 100 percent say that that is Frozen. That's because I watched it. On the <laughs> oh mate, yeah. That was awful when that came out. On, on loop, just permanent oh. loop. And then Matilda had like all these frozen toys because you know what it's like. I I spoiler rotten. It's so bad. I know I'm doing it and I can't stop. But I bought her this <laughs> one and it had this great big um, snow globe on the end of it. And she would just walk around like hitting the walls and the music was just blaring <laughs> out everywhere. And Let it go. Funny. We'll probably end up getting sued by Disney now. Um, <laughs> James says, Charlotte, can you do a Ray Winston impression? No. <laughs> No, <laughs> no is the answer to that one james yeah. well i think i think that's probably the uh the end of the show uh because we, we've gone over our, our limit but oh, you sorry. were mate you were absolutely don't don't apologize you absolutely nailed it mate for, for your first live that was awesome so well done thank you everyone for watching and uh yeah we'll see you same time again next week friday 12 o'clock oh, sorry can i can i <laughs> Can I just add one thing on the end? Sorry. You can. I, meant to, I meant to say there's a couple of people that are still looking for work, and I was just going to do them a really quick shout out. Mate, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that yeah. okay? So yeah, yeah. I've got Darren Spice, and Darren is seeking new opportunities in electrical wholesale or potentially electrical manufacturing. But to be fair, his skills are probably really transferable. Um, so he covers Hertfordshire and Bedfordshire, I believe. And the yep. other person is, bear with me, um, Paul Williams, who is based in Shrewsbury, I think. Paul, I've yep. probably said that wrong, but if I'm wrong, <laughs> we'll correct it in the comments later. Paul is still looking for work also. He's an area sales manager. Um, that's the type of role he's looking for. And then also uh mark howarth who is available and i think he's based in king's cross but let me just check my as, as you can tell i don't work in recruitment but <laughs> i hope this helps um yes he's based in london and he's looking for a remote role that he can do where he works from home potentially sales anyway i'm so sorry for taking up more of your time <laughs> no that's no that's absolutely fine and it was a, that was a nice little initiative to put at the end there because yeah i think a lot of people are are kind of we do know that people are out there and they're, they're struggling for work at the moment so thank you very much you were awesome cheers guys see you next week see you later Bye bye